Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I'm Emily. And we are the hosts of the I Don't Think So podcast, where we decide if we think a conspiracy is believable or if we really don't think so. Here at the I Don't Think So podcast, we are affiliated with Flurry Sports, and we present our theories on your favorite place to listen to podcasts every Wednesday. If you like what you hear, give us a like and a share and follow us on our Twitter at I Don't Think So underscore E-H, or you can send any complaints uh our way to the flurry sports podcast compliments come here complaints go there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep they really just appreciate having a lot of material to talk about us with so Mm -hmm. we just have to deliver it to them if you also want to send compliments their way of us i think they like both just send it our way too yeah i live for compliments <laughs> i didn't I say so that well good. compliments there we go um so last week emily gave us a very interesting podcast about dc demon, demon cat, cat. i hope that went through in sync and audio ditto there was <laughs> one thing the other week where we said it in sync and i was like that chef's kiss love yeah. that for us because I feel like in real life, we say things in sync a lot. Mm-hmm. And with technology, it doesn't always, like, carry through. But when Come we across. can get it, it just is, like, a beautiful moment. Yeah. Makes me feel like we're getting good at this podcast thing. Yeah, for sure. So, sticking with the spooky season theme, I wanted to do one specific specifically about Halloween. Because... Mm. We will record our podcast on Halloween next week, but it will come out then in November. So I thought this would be like our last good, big shebang Hollywood, Hollywood, Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you did that because I was thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going to have to look one up on Halloween because that's when we're doing it, but, or filming it, but... Mm -hmm. I knew it wouldn't come out till days later, and I'm all for extenuating spooky season, but it didn't feel it didn't feel right. So I'm glad yeah. you're doing this. Yeah, I thought that you would appreciate it. We really don't tell each other what we're doing until we get here. So then no. sometimes I think we like pleasantly surprise each other. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I I put no thought into this podcast when you're uh, presenting the theory, and I'm Never. sure it's. I'm sure it's the same, vice versa. Yeah. 
Like there's I'm some thrilled. where I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't. Oh wait, I don't have to do anything. I just have to show up. Exactly. I'm like, I just have to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen in. Tune in. Yeah. So, I guess to start, I'd like to know your thoughts on Halloween. What you know about Halloween? Anything you want to share? Uh, I love Halloween. Halloween was actually, I think, my favorite quote-unquote holiday growing up i know i think i always tied it like it was like kind of either christmas or halloween for me but christmas was always like food related Mm. i like the ambiance of that halloween kind of gives that little fall spooky it's cool but it's not necessarily cold unless you live in wisconsin or (laughs) the northern states where you you know get your halloween costume that gets covered up by your winter jacket yeah as you're running from house to house also i feel like i developed very young and so a lot of like kids halloween costumes didn't necessarily work for me at a younger age and so adult women's costumes are a little bit Chintzy, I guess. Well, oh. inappropriate. <laughs> that too. Um, I remember one year I went as a bumblebee. Oh. And it was a woman's costume. It was a like mini dress. It was like a tight orange and black striped mini dress with like a little bit of black tulle around the bottom, strapless, oh. with these just really small wings. And I was like, oh, it's cute. It's a bumblebee. Firstly, I froze. <laughs> how my, old were you middle school really mm-hmm. and your mom let you wear a strapless dress brenda was doing her best brenda <laughs> i love that for you because it really it doesn't matter you shouldn't sexualize middle schoolers but i was not allowed to wear a strapless dress to my eighth grade graduation i had to sew ribbons on it do you remember that Ooh. I do now that you say it. I didn't I, until you just said it. I think more of it was like there was nothing there to hold it up at that point. So it would just fall. Yeah, like we're but, doing this for you. Yeah. My, my eighth grade graduation dress was strapless too. I feel like a lot of people that's like it, you know. Probably that's not now. I feel like now people kind of wear whatever they want, which is fine. But do what you want. Yeah. Anyway, strapless yeah. movie costume. Tell me strapless, about it. Strapless, <laughs> it was it was definitely. And now that I'm an adult, I go into the, I went into Halloween Express actually yesterday to look around, and I saw the Bumblebee costume, like in the adult section on the rack, and the model in it is clearly just like, had like high heels on, was like Bumblebee. leaning. It was a sexy Bumblebee costume, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's so funny. But that's what I remember about Halloween always being very cold and living for the houses that gave out king-size candy bars. Yes. Or going to a grandma's where she gave out popcorn balls. Popcorn balls. Yes. Mm, so good. So, she still so gives good. them out. I wonder if I she'll know. do it or if she'll make like someone make them for her. Probably my dad. That's what I was thinking. Imagine Pete making popcorn balls. I feel like that's his worst nightmare. Can't wait for it. I'm excited. Because <laughs> didn't she? She always did it with her friend, Jan, right? I have no idea. Or she always probably. Did it. I, can't, I can't remember if she did it with Jan or if she did it with um, 
she always did it with a friend. She did it with somebody. And not um not Mar- Marion. No. I can't okay. it doesn't it doesn't matter. Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> um, I love her popcorn balls, so I really hope she makes them. Ditto. And I refuse to make them. No. What a pain in the too butt. much work. Way well, too it's much. It's literally work. just caramel corn. Caramel corn stuck together. In one in a ball. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um do you know any of like the history of Halloween? Not like a ton. I know I believe it was formally called All Hallows Eve. Um at some point. Or I heard that from a movie and I just assumed it was a fact. Yeah. Um, kind of, yeah. And I believe it was um I have no idea. I'm not even going to continue because to me it sounds, was it supposed to be like maybe where the line between living and dead kind of meshed? Yeah. And like spirits were more around? mm -hmm. What I feel like what's hard about, and I kind of get into this later, of with Halloween is so much of it is like marketed now within movies and like things like that, that it's the line of truth with history blurs a lot. Right. And on top of that, some of the history is, like, not necessarily factual. Mm. So that it makes it hard to tell, like, what's made up and what was believed history, I guess. That's something I struggled with, like, researching, trying to figure out, like, what yeah. was actual, genuine history versus what's kind of marketed now as, like the history of Halloween or in the past or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I did a good job, but if there's something incorrect, tell Flurry Sports because I think I'm right. (laughs) Anyway, my conspiracy this week is that Halloween is, was made as a day to summon spirits. And you can actually still summon spirits to this day on Halloween. Like, that's the point of the holiday. Okay. Okay. So, to kind of give you some background, Halloween is celebrated each year on October 31st. And there's a lot of history, actually, based on why it was chosen as that day. Okay. So, Halloween originated as a different occasion. It was like an ancient celtic festival called Samhain and it's spelled like s-a-m-h-a-n but pronounced Samhain do you mean celtic yes thank you did i say say celtic yes you did (laughs) well shit (laughs) oopsies i was just trying to nail that Samhain word that i left (laughs) out the rest of it as soon as he said Celtic, I'm like, she definitely means Celtic, but that's okay. <laughs> My bad. Oops. <laughs> okay, let's start over. But you Halloween. nailed the Samhain word. Thank you. Halloween originated as a Celtic festival of Samhain. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, And there are a lot of similarities to, like, traditions that we still carry out today. So that includes, like, wearing costumes as kind mm-hmm. of a way to, like, ward off spirits and then believing that the dead could return to Earth for the night, as well as this was the time for evil spirits to kind of, like, charge up their energy. 
and Ooh. that entities would then be able to like possess or stay on earth if not completely warded off during the festival Ooh, yes so that was like the origins of what is now halloween okay mm. okay the reason why it was always celebrated on October 31st was because their new year actually began on November 1st. So Samhain kind of marked the end of the summer, the end of the harvest, the end of the year. And they saw this at, like as a time of like entering into like a cold, dark winter to come. Mm-hmm. And because like winter always brought upon like more death due to like disease and the cold and lack of resources, they knew that they were traveling into a very like dark and evil time. Mm-hmm. So this was like marking the end of the year and they did these festivities as a way to try to protect themselves into the new year. Cool. Okay. So, again, like, the boundary between worlds of the living and the dead became blurred, and that allowed for spirits to return to Earth either in a good way to, like, visit loved ones and grant them, like, blessings and good luck for the rest of the year, or for evil spirits to gain power to cause harm, scare others, and, like, cause, like, problems within their life for the next year. So a lot of, like, if you were to have, like, a bad crop or a lot of death, disease, it was believed it was due to evil spirits being able to stay on Earth from the last year. Ooh. Weird. So, yeah. I thought it was, like, kind of interesting. Um, priests was used this time. It wasn't, like, formally like a priest within the Catholic Church, but they did still call them priests. So priests sure. would use this time to make predictions about the future, kind of like making prophecies of what the next year would come. And pretty much they would say, like, depending on what prophecies they gained from these, like, hu- they would have these huge bonfires and they would look into the flames and, like, try to read prophecies for each other. And if they were seeing a lot of good prophecies, it meant that they were surrounded by a lot of good spirits, but then bad could mean that they needed to do, to do more work to bring those good spirits to them and then deter the evil spirits. Um, and people held like a lot of stock within these prophecies. Like they wanted it to bring them comfort as they went through winter. So they were hoping that they would see a lot of good things within these fires. Right. Yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed don't tell me i die (laughs) yeah and this is actually where the like jack-o'-lantern um tradition came about Mm. they would like carve pumpkins not necessarily into like certain um faces but they would do sometimes civil symbols within their family to try to like attract their deceased relatives to their door and then they would light them in front of the door so they'll loved ones could find them and then throughout the night they would like hope to catch up with their deceased relatives by doing like seances leaving out food and wine for them visiting graves and like doing things to call spirits to them which i was like a little creepy but i understand it's like a creepy santa claus like here's your food here's your wine yeah (laughs) come on in Mm -hmm. so like to commemorate the time like people would they would um, put out all of their hearths and fires within their homes. So there would be no fire within their home. They would then start 
a brand new fire within their towns and things like that. And it was considered like this huge sacred bonfire where they would burn crops. They would sacrifice animals as a way to pay respect to their gods and their spirits around them. Like that was kind of like their sacrifice to then bring them good luck and allow for their family members or past loved ones to come back to them. And this is where like the costumes and stuff came about. They would wear like animal heads and skins to kind of like scare off evil spirits. (laughs) And me. (laughs) Same. Right. And that's why I think a lot of this like evil, like cult, like thoughts come from, because like, us looking at it now, like, if some guy walked around with a deer head on, I'd be like, you have some issues. Or, like, animal sacrifices are only seen now in, like, kind of, uh, culty, cult, like, mm-hmm. sacrilegious yeah. offerings. Yeah, like, yeah, no one who's like, I You don't see it as a holy thing anymore. It's more of, like, an evil thing. Yeah. It's typically not yeah. a good thing. Yeah. And so one nicer thing from this good <laughs> was that when the celebration was over, they would then like take the flame from their large bonfire that they had produced and they would use that flame to then relight their hearth within their home to bring oh, them nice. good luck through the year, right? And protect them from the coming winter. It was then supposed to try to protect them from evil spirits. That could be coming to earth that night Hmm. yeah so it reminded me like as as i was researching it it reminded me of like dia de los muertos or the day of the dead although it doesn't like looking down i was googling when because when you were saying like they come to visit family people leave Uh out offerings people do things to bring them back and it's not necessarily like a friend does or um I think, you know, there's more symbolism within Dia de los Muertos, but um, mm-hmm. I looked it up. It's like Isn't November the- 1st and 2nd. Yeah, first through the, th- sometimes it extends to the 3rd, depending on oh, certain okay. cultures of what I was looking at. Um, but it was very similar because, and then, well, and what kind of translate into that is like a lot of that can be tied back to Christianity. So I'll come back to that. With the spread okay. of Christianity, they kind of like switched Halloween into All Hallows Eve or All Hallows or All Hallows Moss was all these like names of it. Pretty much the same <laughs> thing. What we said, All Hallows Eve, which was the day prior to then November 1st being All Saints Day, November 2nd being All Souls Day. Right. Gotcha. And so at the very beginning in this time, as Christianity spread throughout there, they would do similar things like they would do big bonfires to ward off spirits. They dress up in costumes more as like saints, but then angels and devils. And they started doing more like scary, quote unquote, like scarier costumes like devils to try Mm -hmm. to scare away like demons. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is where a lot of the, like, Leo de los Muertos stuff comes from is within okay. that, too. And that's why they picked those dates. It's not on Halloween. It would be, like, November 1st and 2nd. It's like those all hollow, all saints, all souls. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I think. I'm so, following. I'm tracking. It didn't really turn into like Halloween until a lot later. And then it we didn't really see a lot of the like traditional traditional to us Halloween activities until mm. like more recently, like trick-or-treating, dressing up in costumes. And I think a lot of that is just based on like marketing now. Right. Personally. It's like a commercialized yeah. event now where it's like candy companies push product. Right. And like making money off costumes, making money off decorations, doing these large parties. Like I think it's all more it's not really necessarily based in tradition now. It's based in more of like consumerism. Show. Yeah. Yeah. And so I couldn't find a lot of research on that transition, just mostly mm-hmm. that it was, it really didn't start until, like, a lot of it within, like, the last 100, 150 years. Sure. Sure. You know? And, and like, so, monopolies kind of started to exist within food and drug companies. Yeah. And it really or- was based within, like, it's kind of big... It's interesting. It big like from what a lot of my research I saw is a lot of it start started within the United States, and I think that's with like the push of business and like capitalism. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, Shock. um, I guess like it's I then kind of got into like well, so how did Halloween get into the labels of like being a spooky holiday? For, like, cult worship almost at times. Right. And if you think about the basis of the original holiday, it was, like, at times for, like, practicing magic, fortune-telling, talking to the dead. They were following certain, like, astrological signs and other astrology, taking a lot of, like, merit within those things. Right. Um, And I think those are all things now that people some people really enjoy researching it mm-hmm. and even believing in it but it's not necessarily based in fact always right right it's a little bit more of like fringe beliefs i would call them i guess like you know with mm-hmm. astrology and fortune telling and things like that um there's a there's a faction of people who genuinely believe in um like fortune telling and things like that. Yeah. But it's less widespread now than maybe it was. Yeah, and I think because yeah. of that there's a greater fear of like people who really put a lot of belief within those certain areas, I guess. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, um, so I think what's interesting, too, is that it was seen as a celebration for the, both the living and the dead and for the good and evil. So I think if you're thinking about it within that history, if people are still celebrating it with that day, like within that belief, like this is a day for evil spirits and evil people to celebrate and recharge and gain this energy and this like drive it could be a time for people to try to widespread this, like, evil belief. 
right. attract well, people within their beliefs, I guess. Right. And I mean, if if the the line between living and dead is is getting a little fuzzy, mm-hmm. you know, it might just be a good time to bring over people who fit your agenda, whether that's a family member or a demon. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And so then I I think that at again with more of this marketing, I think it's become more of like a scary thing. Mm. With like the creation of like scary movies, haunted like even think like how many haunted houses you could go to or like haunted oh. trails, people seeking out to be scared. And like those types of things. And then on top of that, I think there's just, not that there wasn't a fear of death prior, but I Mm -hmm. think with a shift in like people's view in religion, a shift in people's morals, a shift in like people not dying as much as, or dying as easily maybe as much as they used to because of like medical advances, like think of like child mortality and the rate of how much it's gone down like people don't right. you don't expect to have seven kids because you think three of them are gonna die right exactly like, it's just it's caused a lot more fear around death hauntings like creatures demons and then basically people are capitalizing on scaring people and people seeking out wanting to be scared yeah I mean, I think it's an adrenaline rush thing. Going back to your death point, I think I read somewhere, and this was a long time ago, so I might be kind of all wet, but um, back in the day, death was um, less, like, tiptoed around as much as it is today. So um, back then, when someone died, you said they died. You didn't have... um, additional words for it whereas now um just talking even from like a nursing home setting when someone is dying we say they're transitioning or we say they're passing or they're um moving on or you know there's a lot of um like more delicate language i guess softer language around the terminology of death and dying um in addition to that i think i newspapers used to just post pictures of people who had died i know with bonnie and clyde when they got shot um they just took pictures of their bodies and put them on front page of newspaper whereas you would never see a dead body in at least in graphic you know it is seen like a body after death is seen as as graphic or as uh, morbid whereas Mm -hmm. back in the day it was kind of just this is what it is. This is what it looks like. Yeah. And I think, again, with how much death there was, it wasn't like you could escape not seeing something like that, usually, typically, even at a very young age. And so yeah. if you're aware of it, it wasn't as, I don't know, like, taboo to talk about, it, I guess, almost. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to try... <laughs> To get some more information specifically about, like, people seeking out trying to summon the dead, whether that be for good or evil. Mm -hmm. And, like, the process of doing that. Um, I know people try to use things like 
Ouija boards, like seances. It it got I got a little bit deeper into like exorcism stuff, but that freaked me out. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> like I've gone too deep. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, but like I think I don't know. This is something where I'm very, I guess, questioning of like people's ability to like summon like having the power to like summon spirits or demons or like any sort of spirit I guess like I don't know like I think that people do talk to like dead relatives like I've even thought about like at with people that I know that have passed like talking as if they could hear me Mm -hmm. but not in like hey come talk back to me because I think even if it was a relative and they talked back to me I'd be like freaked out uh oh (laughs) I didn't mean to do that and then if it was like evil (laughs) that is one of my greatest fears is like possession or like you know what I'm saying I think it didn't help that we grew up in like Catholicism because I think the fear of like being possessed was like a demons in possession is a is a is a fear or something you should fear um early on in life which is crazy because now when i watch scary movies which i don't love i would rather watch one that's like real life terror that could like actually maybe happen versus anything to do with the paranormal yes i agree I don't know why, but I'm the same way. But anyway, I found a list of do's and don'ts for when you're trying to summon spirits. Oh, (laughs) and I thought I would share it with you. (laughs) Tips. I love them. Yeah. So anyway, this is supposed to, um, by reading this list, it's (laughs) preparing you to generate power to be able to summon spirits good or evil depending on what you want and then hopefully they're thinking you're trying to someone good so then you're protecting yourselves from evil spirits pretty much Hmm. so this is like the point as you're reading it okay first of all (laughs) do not you or sorry do use equipment If you don't have any, use your cell phone to video or take pictures. And this is to try to give them energy to feed off of. Okay, Okay, so that's a do. Another do is do protect your own energy by putting a white light of protection around yourself. And it says, like, just like any stranger, use caution. Ghosts can be deceitful. What's, what's, like, a spotlight? Like, I'm supposed to put a spotlight on myself? I think it's supposed to be any sort of, like, candle or light around you. You're pretty much trying to give them some sort of energy to feed off of that is not your own. Because if it's an evil spirit, you don't want it to attack your own energy. Because that's how you could get possessed. (laughs) Got it. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Just so we know, I'm never doing this. But I still thought it was good. Um... (laughs) Do realize they might be asking for help. Stay calm 
and imagine how you would feel if every time you approach someone, they screamed and ran away. It's not my fault. You're scary. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Um, Even the most secure ghost can develop a complex and over time resent the living for not helping them. So be gentle and be kind. Life can be tough on an astral plane. (laughs) So you're telling me it doesn't get better. Got it. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I'll keep going. Do light a candle and sage your place before and after. Okay. And do understand that not all ghosts know they are dead. If you're going to be the one to tell them, be gentle and prepared for anything. I'm not telling them. No, never. I'm not going to be like, hey, BT dubs. Yeah, you <laughs> croaked like 50 years ago. Right? Um, Process do, how you will. Right? Do be assertive and set clear boundaries, which is like a good, good advice for anything. Bad at it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's really good advice for any life situation or death situation, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I'm great at it, right? Okay. Yeah, I've got one more. Do- or no, that was the last do. Okay, mm-hmm. so those are all the things you should do. Okay, okay. these are the two knots. Okay. <laughs> um, which some of these, as I read them, I'm like, isn't this like common sense? But <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. Do not engage with any entity who has physically caused harm or gives you the creeps. An entity does not have to be evil to be a jerk. Also, another great piece of life advice. (laughs) Right? Someone's hurt somebody else or gives you the bad feelings, the bad willies. Maybe don't associate with them. Well, I guess this is where... Kind of, I'm like, if you're trying to summon bad spirits, like, I feel like that's an issue with you. Like, there's something else we gotta address (laughs) before we get to that point. It's not even the summoning spirits. It's, like, the wanting of evil. That's, like, the root of this. It's the problem. Probably a you issue. Right? Um, do not be afraid. Ghosts feed off of energy. And fear will draw the benevolent to you. So, like, if you are afraid while you're doing it, it will, like, attract evil spirits and demons. It's not my fault. I can't help that I get scared. Right? Um, it says, do not use a Ouija board or have a seance unless you really know what you're doing. You do not know who you are inviting in. Negative entities are not as easy to get rid of as you think. Which I didn't think they're easy, so I can't I even imagine. And they are energy thieves and will take all of yours if allowed. Whoever said like getting rid of bad spirits was easy? And then the last Beetle one, it, it made me chuckle. It probably is very actually serious, but it still made me giggle. It says, do not go into graveyards and try to raise the dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. There goes my weekend plans. I know. I'm like thinking about that. Like, okay, I guess this is where I'm at with that whole list is like someone wrote this thinking 
this is something that's needed. Oh, <laughs> right. Need to know. And to me, I saw this and was like, let's make a list of all the things I'm never going to do. Because Or I need to know. Yeah, I can't even imagine, like, wanting to do that. But then I thought, you know, there was a point within your life, Anna, where you were like, a Ouija board sounds fun. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I tried it, you know, and I am traumatized to this day from it. And so I'm like, you know, if I had this list at 13, maybe I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> oh, I think I would have done it. I think I was in full understanding that it was probably a bad idea mm-hmm. and still did it. Right. But 100%. Uh, thinking of all that now, it's like, yeah. I'm never going to own a Ouija board. That's never something I'm going to put in my house. People who are like decor. Mwah. I'm like, Ugh. Not decor. Icky, icky, like- spooky, scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like candles. Can you light like a... F- nice scented candle or does it have to be like unscented i don't know didn't look that far but i guess like after this research i was reflecting and i was thinking like i guess to me like if i'm thinking about the history of halloween and thinking about this theory of like was halloween created to summon spirits I guess to me it wasn't like I'm it's I don't know if it was necessarily created to summon them or if mm-hmm. they just believe they were already coming. So it was a way to protect themselves. Right. You know? Right. I guess Maybe. like to me it's like kind of a beautiful thing to think about like an opportunity for past life. Like I love the like I love the idea of like a Dia de los Muertos. And I know people genuinely believe in it. And mm-hmm. I would love to be able to get that feeling of like being connected to past people that have died. I don't know if I necessarily view that view Halloween as that. No. I don't really. I know. But I think that is a beautiful thing to think about. Like if there was this opportunity that you could Mm-hmm. do that I think that's a beautiful thing to believe in but I guess I don't know like I don't know if I've never I guess sought out like f- feeling like I need to protect myself from evil things but I also am not like seeking out evil things either yeah it's not like I I don't believe that I'm doing anything to like bring evil my way but I guess who knows. Um, for me, I don't necessarily know if I believe in like there's just one day a year or a couple days a year that the astro plane and the this plane Connect. mesh mesh together better. Um, I just I don't know if I genuinely think that there's like oh. All, all the the world spun in such a way that it aligned with whatever, and now it's easier for spirits to cross one way or the other. You know, for me, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know if I believe that. Again, it's a nice sentiment, and I think like for the religious holiday of like Dia de los Muertos, 
I think that's a really neat holiday. And I think it mm-hmm. says a lot about um, being connected with ancestors, being connected with family and understanding where you come from versus like Halloween or All Hallows Eve at the time, which to me seemed more like a end of fall festival. Yeah. Versus like, and like, you know, a last hurrah for some people. I think it was like, oh, we made it through the good season. This next season of life is going to be really hard. We're not all going to make it through. And I do think in the very past, like when it was first created, they were doing it to try to protect themselves. But it was also people trying to like make sense of things they didn't understand, like disease. Like, why are all these people dying in the winter? It's probably not because they're possessed. It's probably because they got like pneumonia. Probably. Or like, you know, you're pooping in your drinking water. Yeah. Or you ran out of food. You know, like it's just, it's to me, like, it might be bad luck. I just don't think it's like because of bad spirits. Right. You know, bad vibes for sure. Bad vibes. And I can understand when there's not necessarily, if you can't come up with a scientific reason at the time, it makes Mm. sense for you to think it's like a god or a spirit punishing you. Right? right? Like, I can understand that. So, I guess, to me, I guess, what's your opinion? Do you think Halloween is a day to specifically summon spirits? I don't think so. I think you can probably, if you're into that, probably do it on any other any other old weekday. Yeah. That's kind of what I was too, this thinking, too. Like, even if I think about it in the past, like, I don't think it was created to do that. I think it might have been seen as a way to protect them. Like, specifically, we want to try to protect ourselves. Right. But I don't think that, again, if you want to try to summon something, I guess don't do it around me. But you probably can do it any day. You can probably pick, pick a day in the week and do it. I recommend Saturdays. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a fun day. It's a weird balance for me because I'm very much upon, like, I guess I don't know if I necessarily believe you can do that, but I also would never try because it terrifies me. No. 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 Yeah. I would never try, but agreed. I don't necessarily. Summoning to me doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like. Like, I, I believe in psychics, I guess. Like, not all psychics, but I feel like there's some people who have are like more sensitive that. Yeah. to that kind of energy. Um, but I don't necessarily think they're, like, out there just, like, got a ghost whistle and are able to just be like, oh, come on in. Yeah, or, like, mediums and stuff. Right. Yeah. So, who knows? Well, that's one that we don't think so. I kind of am happy that we <laughs> agree because it scared me. <laughs> like, do I need to prep myself for next Monday? <laughs> I'm going to have to go get some holy water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seance my hot, like, sage my house. Not seance. Sage my do house. Do not. Thank you. If you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. I was on the mm-hmm. don't list. I like that. I also, I, I should, like, life advice. 
be assertive and set clear boundaries. That's a good takeaway for anything. Good, good life takeaway. Well, that wraps up our as scheduled programming. Um, we did go a little bit longer today, so our cousins conspiracy segment is going to be a little bit shorter, and it's a little bit of an update from our past conspiracies. So, for those of you who are new to the channel, we do our cons- cousins conspiracy um, at the end of each one of our shows, where we discuss some conspiracies in our day-to-day lives, typically surrounding our older brothers, Jake and Zach, who Mm -hmm. are are the hosts of the Flurry Sports Podcast, who have deemed that we have started a podcast war. Yeah. So it's just kind of an update because we don't have any new material to go off of because, you know, we're just so prepared. Um, But I just wanted to mention, put it out there, It's been brought up several times. We let them know on Twitter or Google search about mint being a flavor. And specifically, toothpaste being flavored mint. Even though they decided they didn't need to put that on the box. However, it's been brought to my attention from other family members that they are in our corner we are being backed by the family Mm -hmm. that mint is a flavor it's an absolute flavor also that tweet regarding mint being a flavor and specifically toothpaste being mint flavored to make it more palatable one of our one of our hosts from the flurry sports podcast jake osman actually liked the tweet do we have a weak link is someone trying to turn on the other within the Flurry Sports podcast? There's going to be an inter-podcast war now. Mm-hmm. Zach versus Jake. What are they going to do? Who knows? It's a mystery to us all. But Tune that is week to find out. <laughs> like sands through the hourglass. <laughs> Those are the days of our lives. lives. Absolutely. All the time. Oh, well, that's all I think we have for this week. Um, Tune in next week and we will be, or I will be presenting a new conspiracy to Hannah to see if she thinks so or not. And engage with us on Twitter. When this one comes out at I don't think so underscore EH, go ahead and check out all the other flurry sports podcasts that they have to offer on their channel. This being your favorite, obviously, but yeah. also, also looking at the flurry sports podcast, the plane catch up podcast, the Lombardi sweep, um, and all the other ones that they've got out there. They are good. Even though we know who your favorite is, it's okay. You can admit it. The gal team. The gal pals. I was going to say gal pals. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, see you next week. Bye.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.